Welcome to Get Paid for Your Pad, the definitive show on Airbnb hosting, featuring the best advice on how to maximize profits from your Airbnb listing, as well as real-life experiences from Airbnb hosts all over the world. Welcome. We are your hosts, Josefa Kapadia and Jasper Rivers. Get paid for your pad. 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 Episode number two hundred and fifty-nine. I am in Barcelona and I found out that Logify, the software that you can use to create your own vacation rental website, has their offices literally a 10 minute walk from my apartment. I wouldn't have guessed that. Most startups are in San Francisco or they're in California somewhere. Um, but yeah, Logify is in, uh, in Barcelona. So uh, I walked over to their office and now I'm sitting next to Dennis Klett, the co-founder of Logify. And so we're going to be talking all about what Logify does, what problem it solves, and how it can benefit you as an Airbnb host. So, Dennis, welcome to the show. Hi, Jasper. Thanks for having me. It's a it's a pleasure. And uh, how how long have you been here in Barcelona? Um, we started around 2014, so it's been like four years now. Uh, but personally, I commute quite a lot between my home in Switzerland, mm. so I'm like always. I would say 50% of my time in Switzerland and half, half in Barcelona. I mean, I love Barcelona. I came down here and I just rented an Airbnb for a month and then I decided to stay. How do you feel about the city? That's a great city. I mean, you have, uh, it's pretty unique in Europe. You have like a big city, but it's right at the beach. So that happens very, it's hard to find this in Europe. Um, so it has a lot to offer. It's a big city. You have a lot of business going on. You have a lot of tourism. It's a nice spot. You have beaches. You have international talent. Um, great food, so it's a great quality of life. I can highly recommend mm. to either visit, but also to live here. And you can also go skiing. Yeah, the ski resorts are only two hours away. Yeah, I, I heard. Yeah, you can you can go to Andorra, which is a very small yeah. country, and then the Pyrenees. Uh, I've personally never been there, but I, I heard it's it's quite a nice spot. And, and I think yeah, it's just one hour away or something, one or two hours away drive. Mm-hmm. So you should check it out. So just out of curiosity, why did you choose Barcelona as a city to be based? out of for for the for Logify. Yeah, this basically a historic reason. My my co-founder Marco is the CTO. Um, at that time when we started he was based in Barcelona, so he already was living here. Um, I had a job in, uh, in in Switzerland. So we basically had to take a decision where we were going to set up the business. It's easiest to either start it in Switzerland or Barcelona on the place where we live. And then we basically went for Barcelona because it has the, you know, it's, it's a bigger city. Um, costs are lower, um, quality of life is higher. So we basically said between those two options, Barcelona is, is the better option. At the same time, we already planned in advance. We knew that Barcelona was a thriving city in terms of upcoming city at that time for startups. Um, definitely not as big as, as London and Berlin um, in Europe. But we knew that it was a great place to start a, a startup, a business. And that's also what we see now. We have more and more startups coming from, from Barcelona. Uh, so I think at that time it was a good decision to actually set it up here. It's definitely a lot more affordable than some of the other major European cities. Yeah. Uh, one of the reasons I decided to stay here 
is I had dinner on, on a really nice terrace in front of a beautiful church and I ordered a bottle of wine and it cost me 10 euros, <laughs> which is, I think, the same as probably a glass of wine in, in London. That, that's right. Yeah. I mean, the, uh, like actually, you know, I, I met Marco during university in England, like in, in around London. And um, yeah, the, the quality of life is, is, is um, you know, there's a huge difference. And obviously, if, if you like wine, if you like good food, if you like, you know, seafood, it's definitely the spot to be at, at reasonable prices. And who doesn't like wine and good food? Exactly. Yes, <laughs> yes. Especially seafood. It's amazing down here yeah. with the Mediterranean Sea. Yeah. Yeah, I've only been here for a month and a half, so I, I still have a lot of uh, restaurants to, to explore and to check out. And I'm really looking forward to the spring, mm-hmm. um, you know, when the weather, the weather is still reasonably good. It's been raining a lot, but it's still, it's still not very cold at all. It's still a lot better than uh, in Northern Europe. Yes, com- compared to what you're used to, uh, I have a funny anecdote that, you know, I'm, I'm from originally from, from Germany, from a ski resort, so it's quite cold down there. But my coldest night I actually had in Barcelona. And, and the main reason is the insulation is very poor, mm. typically in the buildings. And it's, it's quite humid, so um, for me it was actually quite a shock how cold it can be during winter. But then it gets overly compensated in summer with, with obviously amazing, amazing yeah. weather. That's funny, it reminds me when I was in Florinopolis in Brazil. I had a, a German friend there actually, and he told me the same thing. Yeah. He told me his coldest night was actually in Florinopolis, which is in the south of Brazil. You wouldn't expect it. But there the temperature in June and July in the winter actually drops down to around like 10 degrees Celsius. Mm-hmm. But the, the houses don't yeah. have heating, exactly. you know, because you only need it for like a month or so. That's right. So. That's right. Anyway, let's talk about uh, let's talk about Logify. First, can you explain what what Logify does and how Airbnb hosts can use Logify? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so Logify is a, is a software tailor made for uh, private individuals who rent out their apartment or home um, on a semi professional basis, so to make um, serious secondary income. But at the same time, we also target professional customers who do this on a professional basis. So we typically are property managers or small agencies. Um, and our main value added um, to, to our customers is that they can build their own website um, with Logify that is really like 100% optimized for vacation rental. So the idea is that they can um, you know, get direct bookings through Logify, handle payments, uh, calculate the prices, the calendars. And at the same time, we synchronize all the data that you feed into Logify to the largest channels like Airbnb or Booking.com. So to basically um, um, make the, you know, the management of the channels much, much uh, more automated and, and less painful. Um, and yeah, and like, so like one of the main values really to get you started, build a website, get connected to the largest channels um, so that you immediately get bookings from day one. And the second step, we really try to help to grow your bookings, uh, mainly in form of, of automating the booking flow, especially with regards to payments, cancellation handling. But our ultimate goal is to, to really you know, make you independent from, from the large agencies so that you basically have a business um, and, and you know, where a large, the largest chunk of your bookings should come direct. This is our ultimate vision of, of the company. So just to clarify, you're saying that uh, with Logify, you can buy, you can build your own website and you can connect it to the major platforms like Airbnb and Booking.com and, and the other ones. And so you can manage the, all those listings within Logify, right? That's right. So all the content, like we would normally differentiate between the static content, so which is basically photos, description texts, um, 
if you have one or multiple properties. So all of this you would manage inside Logify, but at the same time, you would also manage your central calendar in Logify, including your prices. And so you only have one place, one centralized um, place to manage the content. And we then export this data to the major channels like Airbnb or, or Booking.com to your own website. So all your channels are in sync. Mm -hmm. You only have one place to manage it. And at the same time, when you get bookings through those channels, like, for example, through your Logify website, through Airbnb, through Booking.com, they would all flow into your centralized Logify inbox. So you only have one place to manage all those bookings. Got it. Um, you still need to create the listings on, on Airbnb and Booking.com and stuff, right? You can't just create the listing in Logify and then it will automatically create it on those channels? Yeah, it, it really depends case by case. With regards to Airbnb, you can do both. So if, if, you, if you don't have an Airbnb account yet, you can start from scratch through Logify. We will automatically push the content to Airbnb and create the listings for you. But if you already have an Airbnb account, a working Airbnb account, we can also just connect um, your Airbnb account to Logify, and then you can actually decide to synchronize only the prices and calendar data, or you can decide, this is mainly applicable to, to larger customers who do this on a professional basis with, with many properties, you can decide to override the content on your Airbnb account with the content from Logify, which is only, I would say, makes sense if you have a lot of properties and you want to centrally manage all those properties from one place. Okay, cool. So I, I didn't expect that. So you can you can build your listing in Logify and then Logify can literally like just export it to the Airbnb platform. That's right. That's right. So this is you know very interesting um, for guys that are just starting out. So you don't even need to set up multiple accounts. You can just um, start directly with Logify and then manage everything directly from Logify. Um, but then again, it depends sometimes channel by channel, um, not mainly driven by us, but more, more by the channel. So with Booking.com, for, Booking for example, um, you would first need to create an account uh, with Booking.com. Got it. Yeah. yeah. Okay, cool. So let's talk about what are, what are, what's the main value behind uh, Logify? Like why, why would Airbnb hosts sign up? What, what do you think is, is the main benefit? I think the main benefit is just um, to have one place to, to get started. You know, if, if you... Like I saw with myself when, when I used to rent out uh, our, my parents' vacation rental in, in Germany, you know, it's, it's typically a one-man show and you just need one place to manage all of this. So one value added is, is that you have only one place, which is Logify, to manage potentially multiple channels like, like Airbnb, Booking.com, your own website, which is something, even if you just have two, two channels, it already becomes a pain to manage two channels. So the main value added is to just have one centralized place. Um, and have everything automatically synchronized. Um, the other big value that I see is um, to actually have your own website because it allows you to get direct bookings, which is specifically interesting for return guests, um, which is, um, I remember in my case, it was a very large chunk of, of guests that we had were people who came every year. Um, and then obviously you have a financial interest that they book direct because you don't need to pay the, the commission, neither do, does the, the guest. And it's also, you know, you, you, you mentioned business cards previously. It's, it's, it's obviously also a business card for you where you can really showcase um, your property to the world um, with the aim to, you know, pre present your business, but ultimately to get direct bookings. Um, and then the other benefit that I see is, is the automation of, of manual processes. So, you know, in the past, you, you would need to have, 
let's say three accounts, you would need to log in on a daily basis to make sure that your calendar is up to date on each channel. If you change a price, you would need to log in again to make sure that the prices are up to date. Definitely the most painful one is, is the calendar management. And with, with Logify, you, you basically just need to do it once and then we make sure that the data gets properly exported to all, to all of the channels. Got it. Yeah, I would, I would say uh, from our perspective, I think the, to have your own website is, is something that uh, I feel like it's becoming more and more important. Um, you know, back in the day when I started on Airbnb, I just put up my listing and immediately I was like fully booked. There was very little competition. People didn't really know what they were doing. Um, but now it's gotten more competitive. And I think uh, one concern that a lot of Airbnb hosts have is the fact that Airbnb at any time can close your listing, right? I mean, this, this has happened. This happens quite a lot, actually. I'm currently investigating a case uh, of, a, of, a, of a lady in Australia who, uh, who just got shut down because uh, a guest made like a false accusation against her. And so I think that's a concern. Um, it's, it's a bit uh, disconcerting the idea that your whole business can, in one, you know, one day can just be shut down with, you know, outside of your control. Um, so I, I like the, the idea of you know, having some independence. I mean, and you can list on different platforms, right? So that, that also helps. Um, but if, you're, if you have your own website, then you know, that, that's completely within your control. Nobody can do anything about it. Uh, that's absolutely right. I mean, Airbnb is a great place to start, right? They they do a lot of work to to actually get you bookings. So I know I highly recommend everyone to be on Airbnb. But what you say makes sense. Obviously, if if your all your bookings really come only from one source, um, no matter whether that's Airbnb or another you know large agency, um, you are at risk um, to potentially have all your bookings depending on on, on that that one uh, partner. So I think it's about diversification. It's like kind of um, making sure that you have a nice mix of, of, of your channels, of different um, bookings from different sources. And like you say, one way to diversify is by having different platforms. And there are different platforms out there. Uh, Booking.com, HomeAway, Expedia, TripAdvisor, they're all, I think, relevant platforms. But I think the most interesting platform um, should be your website because it's like you said it's really where you have full control it's where you can really play by your own rules you're not subject to certain rules that are um, governed by by other big channels um, it's really your place where you can have full freedom of what you want to communicate and what you want to showcase um, how you want to collect payments uh, have your cancellation policies so it just gives you freedom. And then obviously there's also a financial interest to make sure that the more direct bookings you get, the less commissions you pay. And I think um, the ultimate goal of, of every Airbnb host or um, any professional property management business should be to, to reach um, independence. So it doesn't mean to not be on those platforms. I think I highly recommend to be on those platforms. So they're, they're a great way to, to market your business and get bookings but to reduce the dependency and, and diversify a business so that you're independent mm -hmm. if, if something happens. Yeah, because you can, I mean, it's, it sounds great, uh, you know, to start your own website and you don't have to pay the fees and the guests don't have to pay the fees and you have control. But in the end of the day, you, you need customers, right? If you just start out with just your own website, then it's going to be really hard to get customers. Like, how are you going to do the marketing, right? Yeah. But um, but I think uh, you know that's that's why you want to combine it, like you said. And I think for I think it also kind of 
puts the idea of having return uh, guests, like people who, who come back, it kind of uh, puts that on, on, on the map, you know, because if you have your own website, then it's much easier to, to kind of like stay in touch with, you know, if you're uh, former customers, it's easier for them as well to refer you because, you know, that's, that's why I mentioned like the sort of the online business card, mm-hmm. because if, if, if I stayed in Airbnb, I stayed at an Airbnb here in Barcelona and it was, it was a great place. So if somebody would ask me, Hey, can you, you know, can you recommend that Airbnb to me? Uh, you know, I'm not going to tell him like, Oh yeah, it's airbnb.com slash rooms slash two, six, zero, five, you know, something like that. Uh, I'll have to look it up and send them the link. Um, but if it's like, uh, you know, epic penthouse Barcelona.com, then it's it's much easier to kind of spread the word uh, about it. Absolutely, that's that's the, I would say the passive source of bookings that you will get directly is, is the return guests who who know you anyway. Uh, but at the same time, if you want to spread the word, um, you need that business, you know, inverted comma business card. Um, and, and one thing that we always also recommend, um, not just to our customers, but to everybody you know who's interested in, in renting on vacation rentals, is just to give it a name. You know, that's kind of step one because um, on, on typically on the platforms, um, you don't have a name. It's more like a description, like kind of a headline on, on what your property is about. But it's so key to have a name um, because that's what people can you know discuss uh, with their friends, share with their friends, something people can Google. It's, it's quite interesting. There's this phenomenon of window shopping that happens where people discover a vacation rental on one of those platforms, but then they would Google the brand just to make sure to see whether they get maybe potentially a better deal if they would book somewhere else or directly, ideally, on their website. Um, but also just to check whether that property is legit, you know, just to see like, okay, does he have a website? Oh, it looks quite professional. Yeah, and, you know, it's something I can book. I feel comfortable booking it. And then it's a great source of, again, passive um, bookings that you get directly through your website. Um, and that source shouldn't be underestimated. It's actually a quite significant source of bookings where um, as long as you have a name and a website, um, you know, you, you can get bookings without a lot of effort directly. So I'm just thinking about certain like concerns that people might have. Like One thing that I can come up with is the idea of safety. Right, because um, you know one reason why people like Airbnb is yeah you pay the fees, but then at the same time you're guaranteed that you're getting the money. Mm-hmm. Um, there's you know if the guests cause any damages, then Airbnb has and you know that you can uh, file like a, you can start a resolution. You can you can get like a security deposit. Uh, they have like a and what they call it like the the guarantee, mm-hmm. the the famous one million dollar guarantee. Um, what what are your thoughts on that? I think there are several ways to to mitigate that risk. I would say the number one and most basic one I think would be credit card payments to accept credit cards, because this will give naturally the guests the security um, to avoid to prevent fraud. Because the moment you let's say worst case scenario you do booking and you paid with credit card and it turns out to be a fraud, you can always initiate a chargeback. Um, and as long as you have really, you know, reasonable grounds that you can prove, yes, this was a fraud, you will get the money back. So just by accepting credit card payments, it's already a huge way to, to make a booking uh, secure. 
So, you know, that's something we also offer in Logify. So the way to make a booking through your website, um, we offer credit card payment and it's super easy. Like in one day, you can set up your Logify website and immediately start accepting credit cards. But then there are other elements you mentioned, uh, the damage, the damage problem. Like what if someone damages your property? Um, and that's something where we are, we put our focus on actually now. It's something we're working on right now with the, with the tech team to, to allow you to um, authorize the credit card that is anyway used for, for paying the booking um, and authorize a damage deposit on it. So the idea is instead of you actually needing to transact a damage deposit where someone actually sends you the funds into your account, which then you would need to refund if nothing happened, which is typically the base case, you would only authorize the credit card. So you're guaranteed that in case something happens, you can charge the credit card for the damage. So that's typically also how you know car rental companies um, deal with the damage problem. So that's something we're working on. And the alternative is you, you, you buy an insurance so you can um, protect your property for damages by buying a damage protection insurance that either you pay for yourself or that you add as a fee on, on top of uh, on top of your price that the, that the guest would pay. And like this, you avoid the damage deposit handling. So I would say these are the two main ways to, to deal with the damage deposit problem. Um, and then I think it's about, you know, sharing as much as information that you feel comfortable in sharing. Uh, that makes the guests comfortable in thinking, okay, this is a, you know, this guy is a legitimate person and the property really exists. Um, so it's potentially, you know, connecting you to, to social networks, um, having reviews, certified reviews, um, badges that you can copy paste on your website. Um, that also increases the, the, the trust component when, when doing a booking. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You touched on a, a couple of things. Uh, Going back to the insurance that you mentioned, uh, that's probably a good idea anyway. If you if you have a high end Airbnb with a lot of uh, you know, let's say you have some expensive furniture, um, it's probably not a bad idea to to get some separate insurance anyway, right? Because I mean, from what I've seen, you know, getting money from Airbnb in case there's damage is actually can be uh, a, a bit of a challenge. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's there's a lot of conditions when it comes to the the guarantee. And also, even even getting some money from the security deposit, the security deposit is actually not guaranteed. It's 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 not actually Airbnb doesn't take money from from the guest uh, in case something happens. It's just that they they will just charge it later. And mm-hmm. so, if the card doesn't, you know, if, if there's no not enough credit on the card, then it might not even work. So, um, so I think having insurance. For especially for high-end Airbnbs is, is not a bad idea anyway. Uh, and I think there's a, there's a couple of companies that have popped up that are specifically catering uh, to Airbnb hosts and vacation rentals, right? Uh, I'm not aware of companies that are really targeting Airbnb hosts, but but yeah, I mean, the, the, the insurance uh, business is a very you know, mature and existing industry. And um, I'm sure there are, I mean, you know, there are tailor-made products for, for vacation rental owners to to ensure that that kind of risk, and I agree with you, especially you know obviously the, the the higher end your property is, the more interest you have in really buying an insurance. But the damage deposit authorization itself is also a nice way to is, is a nice alternative, mm-hmm. um, where you basically say you know the risk that you mentioned that you that the credit card might not have enough funds, you mitigate this by first authorizing it. So yes. you say two days before you arrive. 
I will automatically authorize um, your credit card for the damage deposit. I will not actually take it, I will just block it. And then once you go, I will check whether everything is fine. And in case there's a damage, I can use that authorization and charge against it. Yeah. So in the base case scenario, you really have a guarantee that there are enough funds. So that's that's a nice way to mitigate this. But, um, you know, both have pros and, and cons. Yeah, exactly. So my, my point was that that's actually better having, you know, the authorization on the card. That's actually better than what Airbnb does with their security deposit because the security deposit, they don't actually they don't reserve actually anything, mm-hmm. right? So um, there's been a lot of, there's been a lot of instances in where, where Airbnb hosts where they thought they were safe because of the security deposit. And then it turns out that, you know, Airbnb didn't actually get that money from mm-hmm. the from the customer or any sort of authorization, at least that's, that's my understanding. Um, what's, uh, what else is on the, are there any other features that Logify offers anything else you wanted to mention? Um, well, well, the modules that we have is, is the website builder. The website builder is, is basically where where you can you know without having without requiring any tech skills within a day you can you can build your own website that is bookable. That is really our core module. The channel manager we're connected to to Booking.com, Airbnb. Um, soon we're releasing Expedia and Homeway. Um, you can already connect to HomeAway right now with with by iCal, but we're doing a full flesh integration with them right now. Um, and then, like I think, the reservation system is is a core module where really most of the manual work happens that you do on a day to day basis. So managing bookings, seeing the guest detail, making sure that the payments arrive properly, um, especially if you have you know higher amounts where you might want to schedule payments. So you say I want to charge fifty percent of my booking upfront. But the residual 50% before me collecting them by cash, once the guest arrives, I just automatically charge the guest's credit card again one day before arrival, for example. So all these kind of workflow automations, the email replies, having them automated, all of this is, is something that, that Logify does. Um, and, and we will, you know, we're, we're a software company, we have a huge product team, and we will do nothing else than, than uh, working on improving this. Um, yeah. Cool. And if you want to find out more information about Logify, I actually tried it out. I created the, the website to see if you know see how it works. It, it, it was actually fairly easy, and I'm uh, I'm planning to build one actually for my apartment in Colombia. That I uh, I'll talk more about that my apartment in Colombia in the future. Uh, I haven't actually put it on Airbnb yet because people keep wanting to rent it for like a month or or longer, and they're paying so much money. <laughs> Uh, that uh, you know, I I almost feel like, well, why am I going to list it on Airbnb if somebody is, will just rent it for a month and pay me pretty much what I would expect to make on Airbnb? <laughs> but I'm I'm going to list it at some point, and I think I think my penthouse in Cali would be perfect for a Logify website because it's it's a pretty uh, it's it's like a, a party pad, you know. So, so I can already think of some some cool titles like you know Cali party pad or something, uh, which would sound pretty fun. But, um, but yeah, if you want to uh, find out more about uh, Logify, go to uh, getpaidforyourpad.com, click on the tools and resources section, and there you can find uh, lots of information. I've written a bunch of reviews of, of all the different tools that you can use to you know, save time and, and help you with your Airbnb management. And Logify is, uh, is on there as well, so you can check out uh, the review. 
Um, you can also get a 10% discount, by the way. And we haven't talked about pricing. Uh, can you tell us a little bit about how much, how much does it cost to use? It depends on how many properties you have. If you have like one property, let's say with, with two apartments or even just with one apartment, it starts from $29 per month. Um, there are no commissions. Um, it's something that, that, we, that we stand for to, to always give you an option to you know, have a commission-free service. Um, so yeah, that's, that's about it. It's no setup fee. Um, you can try it out for free. There's a seven-day free trial. So you can simply just sign up. Um, it's a self-service tool. You don't need to have a sales call. You can just sign up, immediately play around with it. We have customers who, who sign up and in a day they have their website up and running. Um, so it's super accessible and um, yeah, it's $29 per month. Cool. And then if you use uh, code GPFYP, which is, of course, the abbreviation of Get Paid for Your Pet, uh, you get 10% discount. So don't forget to use the code. And also, like I said, if you want more information, you can go to uh, the tools and resources section on my website, getpaidforyourpet.com. And of course, there you'll be able to find the show notes as well from this podcast episode. Um, all right. Well, that's it for today. Uh, Dennis, thank you so much for your time. And uh, hopefully we'll get to hang out here in Barcelona, grab a beer sometime. It'll be fun. And for the listeners, uh, thanks for uh, listening. And uh, until next Wednesday. Bye-bye. Get paid for your pet. Get paid for your pet.